Skitter. Skitter. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Skitter pal meow meow. Welcome to the plug with Bushy, Sand in the Mountain Man. Guess who's back? Back again. The plug is back. Tell a friend. Oh, that's gotta be the gayest start we've ever had to this show. Welcome to the plug with Bushy Sin and the Mountain Man. Bushy Sin, what is going on? Wait, Bushy. Did you? Sin, the Mountain Man. What? Holy fuck! What am I doing? <laughs> I started saying, dude, what in the hell are you high? What, what the fuck? Is I, going I'm on trying here? to figure out. Did he just do like an Eminem impression of like one of M's worst songs ever? Like, holy shit! I, I love that song. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's great yeah the trailer park song but you don't want to live in a trailer park fuck you guys that's right another episode of a plug with bushy sit and the mountain man so, sorry about man um i'm so used to you not being here that when you're here for a few weeks in a row i get confused <laughs> i didn't know what i, I was I, saying I say, wait a minute i've been here a while now what the fuck <laughs> hey you know what can you do do it's your fault brother you know when you frequent fly i cash those miles in bitch <laughs> um that was over a month ago since we've been doing this i know we've done four episodes since so yeah get your shit straight bushy damn it man no yeah, no, no. Two, two of them don't count because it was the same day <laughs> it don't fucking matter i was still here oh that is true story I am so glad to be back with this guy, these guys. I, uh, I, I look forward to this every week. It's actually become one of my favorite things. Uh, except when we're doing what we're doing this week. Because it stresses me out. That's why I stopped doing them on YouTube. And my YouTube channel is failing. Uh, because the record review, while I understand why we do it, they drive me insane because I have to keep listening and listening and listening. Luckily... I had these notes compiled, what, two weeks ago? Because last week we were going to do it. But man, we, we did a rambling episode. And I got to say, going back and listening to that episode, I, I think that was probably the best show we have done. What do you guys think about that? I, I think it was pretty badass. I mean, ran, rambling without like an idea topic is kind of crazy because like I said, we're a talk show, not really a podcast. So No, dumbass, a podcast is a talk show. No, no, a podcast is, I, I always looked at it as people doing album reviews. I think we're more of a talk show than uh, a podcast episode, in my opinion. Um, you you might need to smoke another, dude, because apparently you haven't looked up literally what podcast means. Dude, I can't read, so I don't have a dictionary in front of me. So, now, I barely yeah. Google anything. If it ain't got porn in it, dude, I'm not Googling that shit. Oh, God. <laughs> 
<laughs> Here we go. We know who the whacker in a tool shed is. Right. <laughs> no, uh, uh, Where is Anderson where you need him? <laughs> oh. Mr. Anderson. <laughs> Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Bushy. Good God. No, a podcast is simply a talk show. Now, the thing is, you may have just been listening to podcasts that are record review oriented. And I will admit, that's most of what I listen to. But have you ever listened to, like, Chris Jericho's podcast, you know, Talk is Jericho? It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of wrestling talk. It's not album reviews. I love the album review niche. But I also love the fact that we only do this every so often. Because, yes, we're all metalheads, for the most part. I, I, I listen to a lot of stuff that's not metal, you know, until I have to listen to metal. But it's nice to talk about stuff that's not music-related or not album-related. However, it is record review time. We uh, will be doing a review later on in this show. So, yeah, there it is. Um, Sid, how's your week? How's my week? Ah, uh, shit filled, same old bullshit, just a different week, man. Mountain Man, what about you? Dude, what the oh, fuck? Scooter You're the Paul most Meow boring Meow. motherfucker in the world. Right. <laughs> I, I'm sitting here like, damn, he just smoked one, and I, I figured I was going to be sitting here waiting five, ten minutes before I got the top. What the hell? No, no, no. This, it's, I mean, I, I'm not, I'll probably get into it here in a little bit the further we go. I, I would just say it's the same old bullshit, just a different week, man. Uh, That's huh. pretty much it. Well, that, that, that sucks. So, uh, Pussy Slayer Magnifico. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and for, for those of you that don't know what that reference is, the Mountain Man literally had me dying the other day uh i didn't know he was a snapchat guy um, i never had snapchat i actually joined it specifically because the mountain man shared something on the plug podcast facebook page the other day about him being pussy slayer magnifico and i in high school oh yes and i laughed hysterically <laughs> That whole, prepare your vaginas for war! Oh, <laughs> my God. As if that wasn't funny enough. When he hit with a dough, literally, I got crabs. And he shows crab legs to the camera. I was dying. And that right there, ladies and gentlemen, is why I do this every week. Take time out of my day to hang out with these two crazy motherfuckers. I do it because Sid has nothing to say. And fucking Mountain Man is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> the life of a city boy stuck in the fucking desert out here in the southwest. Oh my god. Did you see... Please, Sid, tell me you saw those videos. Did I pad my head under a haystack for the last couple of days? Oh no, actually, I haven't. Unfortunately, no, I cannot say. I'm not... I'm not a Facebook, uh, one of those Facebook stalkers that checks every damn thing. Usually I take a day or two and actually check all the 200 notifications I get in one day. And then after that, it's like, hey, shutdown mode. So that, That's it's insane. It, it, if I have 20 plus notifications, it's because I was asleep at night because I am a Facebook junkie. Listen, I am telling you, go to our page. Go to the plug out. page, and you have 
to watch the Mountain Man in his little Snapchat feed. It was hilarious. Mountain Man, how was your week? It's actually been pretty good. Uh, <laughs> Skitter Pet first off, because somebody screwed up getting Skitter Pal Meow Meow, by God. Yeah, well, supercalifragilisticexpialidocious uh, to you. Ha-ha! <laughs> no Bubble Bee Tuna! <laughs> God. <laughs> Trial. Trial. Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh. Don't even do that. Oh, no. Trial is beautiful. That's going to be the... From now on, that's what it's going to be. When somebody's getting too long-winded, that's what we're going to start saying. Right. <laughs> trial. That's the bu- that's automatic push button. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> that's the chess button. We have figured it out. Finally. <laughs> Twelve episodes in, we have found the push button to shut somebody the fuck up. <laughs> but no, really, man. How... How the fuck is your weekend? <laughs> Besides ridiculous Snapchat videos that damn near made me piss myself. <laughs> it's it's been a really good week. Uh, normal at work. Uh, we got a new guy that started with us. It seems to be doing pretty good. No different schedule changes. Luckily now everything's kind of getting back to normal at work. Um, here at home, the Granny C is still cra- shit crazy. Uh, Granny E is still her same old self. Just whoa, 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 whoa. What? We know what? Granny Clyde. Who the hell is Granny E? Granny E is my actual grandmother. Granny C is uh, her mother. My grandmother lives with us. Gr- Granny E is that fucking blue pill that you put in your mouth, dude, from, uh, I want to say the Miami Vice movie or the Bad Boys movie, and then you're like fucking Martin Lawrence, you start sweating it out and think you just fuck every good-looking hooker in Miami that walks by. It's known as ecstasy, man, Trial. where you come from. <laughs> I wanted to hit him with the trial because he I fucked up the whole something. Miami Vice movie with Bad Boys. Martin Lawrence was not in fucking Miami Vice. I look, know, but look Miami you racist Vice son of a bitch. They don't all look alike. Ecstasy. Yeah, they oh, had the reference of ecstasy and in Bad Boys, Martin Lawrence was fucking fried out on E. So, yeah, that's what he said. Granny E. It just made me think of ecstasy because that's no. what we call it out here in the West, man. Trial. Yeah. Trial, yeah. damn it. Trial. Yeah. You're late, bro. And that was I Bad Boys too, by the way. No, Granny E, Granny Ella. Ella is my grandmother. She's been living with us now for a few months. All of us basically just under one roof helping each other out. So Good Lord, and she has to listen to us talk? Tell me tell me you put her down for her nap when we have to go off. Actually, she sits here and chuckles at us every single time we do a podcast with Granny C. Oh, Lord, I'm going to hell. I'm talking this way in front of hey. old Southern women. Uh, that's... <laughs> That's that's not the way I was raised. Look, ladies, hey, hey, Granny C, Granny E, I apologize. Two thousand fourteen. But other than that, uh, Mountain Lady, I'm going to refer to Jess as Mountain Lady for now on. Uh, still doing pretty good. Uh, both of us just run to death. Uh, we're actually this evening after the podcast going to go get the little. Mountain Lady, a newer vehicle, get her situated and squared away with Mountain Baby. So, yeah, everything's been going good. Oh, and an update on Mountain Baby. Mountain Baby now has two front teeth. He is more than 17 and a half pounds and crawled for the first time yesterday in front of uh, my brother, his girlfriend, 
of both grannies, me and Jessica. Nice, nice. So what you're saying is Mountain Baby now has more teeth the entire state of North Carolina. Exactly. <laughs> At least somebody else understands it now. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, man. We love seeing the pics and the videos and stuff that you... Uh, that you put up of a little DJ, that's right, little Mountain Baby. You better send our love to Miss Jess, the Mountain Lady. Now, my little ladies be pissed off you stole her name, just so you know. Ah, she'd be alright. Yeah, yeah. Well, well, see, she's she's just a youngin' lady. We'll, we'll get with that. She's youngin' lady and the Mountain Baby, yeah. Right, right. Well, you know what? Fuck that, because I don't do weak shit. She'll get over it or she'll have a whole lot to tell Oprah. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, my week, my week hasn't been bad. It's uh, boy, it's it, it's getting very repetitive. I've I've been working five, twelve and a half uh, twelve and a half hour days a week. I'm absolutely exhausted. Um, I haven't done a late show. Fucking uh, sin can attest to this. Except for last night's little pussy didn't show up. Um, I haven't done a late show in weeks. Cause I'm just so dog ass tired. But I do have an update on the true frequent flyer. I don't know if I brought you this update before, but finally I have an update on the frequent flyer. You know, I gave the benefit of the doubt. Uh, apparently frequent flyer was having drug issues and that's why Saturdays they, they were calling in all the time. Okay, whatever, I, I think you're a fucking scumbag. But, all right, so you came forward, you were honest, and you went to the employee assistance program and put yourself into a rehab facility. That's awesome. Awesome. 28 days later, Frequent Flyer was due back on my shift, called in at 11.30 the night before. <laughs> and then the very next day, didn't call in the fuck at all in typical Frequent Flyer fucking fashion. So guess what? I am free of the Frequent Flyer. Frequent Flyer has finally been fired. Yes! Wow. Oh, oh, I never I never heard Bushy that happy before. Dude, I wow. hate scumbag employees. I hate that my hands are tied. Because I'm the foreman. I should be able to walk a motherfucker out and say you're a worthless piece of shit. Get out of here. I'm not allowed to do that. We have to go through our human resources department because people have feelings and excuses. And I hate that shit. But finally, I am done with Frequent Flyer. That is the end of it. You will never hear about the Frequent Flyer anymore. Uh, the you... literal Frequent Flyer. Oh, literal. Called in all the time. It still wants to have a meeting. Here, here's the best part. After all these Friday and Saturday call-ins, Go on to a drug rehab after coming clean you had a drug problem. And then calling in on your first day back and no call, no show on your second day. She still wants to talk to the general manager of our particular plant. I can't say the company because we, we do have the chief operating officer of the company that works out of our plant. But our plant is part of a conglomerate that's located out of Fresno, California. She wants to go talk to the general manager. To try to get their job back. No, 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 no! I start to say if if that GM actually allows the frequent flyer back, there's really something wrong with the damn place you work. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Frequent flyer is not coming back. We are almost at capacity. In fact, I want to say hopefully this week is my last week. 
of having to do overtime. And really, I have to. This week especially, uh, uh, the guy that was the foreman on uh, on A shift, which is Sunday through Wednesday, he um, he got promoted to production supervisor. So we all answer to him. They have not filled his position yet, so they have an assistant foreman that runs that shift. Well, that guy's on vacation this week. The production supervisor, which was the A shift foreman, um. It's salaried now. He won't work 5.30 in the morning until 6 o'clock at night because he doesn't get fucking overtime. <laughs> so we have to pick up the slack, myself and my assistant foreman, and uh, I'll, I'll work the rest of the week, which sucks because that means tomorrow I have to be up at 4 a.m. and uh, uh, Wednesday I have to be up at 4 a.m. But hopefully all the shifts are going to be fully staffed. We can get rid of my ass working 60 plus hours a week and killing me. God is killing. Hmm. Sounds like you need one of those uh, m- masseuses out here. You know, the little Japanese parlor shops, man. Kind of kick back and relax. No, no. I, I have what's called a woman and I get blowjobs. So I'm relaxed. I'm just exhausted. <laughs> you're going to come dead. I know that, that's what sin needs, man. That, that's what I need. It's been a while for me. So. You're in fucking yeah, Vegas. Well. Prostitution is legal. What the hell is your problem? Cost, man, cost the money, bro. Man, that shit's not free, dude. And I ain't no. trying to go to damn little freaking all nude house, man, where you pay $20 for a lap dance and the bitch only gives you a fucking 45 <laughs> second dance that says, don't touch. Like, I ain't touching your fishy, crabby, smelling motherfucking ass. Bitch, you get your shake on and make your money. I used to go to Kingston, uh, uh, Ontario, Canada. They had a strip club up there called Shaker's Lounge. And, uh, I used to be there every weekend. I used to date a stripper up there. She used to dance to um, uh, Rob Zombie or White Zombie, more human than human, which is hilarious because I have a hard time listening to that song without sporting wood. But uh, <laughs> but wow, you could buy a, a lap dance. It was a whole song for five bucks. Now, granted, this was the '90s. Well, what kind of blowjob cost? And, and dude, we know you, man. We see how scrawny you are. It can't be any more than ten, fifteen dollars. <laughs> I don't know how much it costs out here, dude. I, like I said, I ain't gone back to. Uh, I'm not gonna say the club out here, but I ain't gone back to that all new joint since. Damn, I want to say probably '97. Was the last time I went up in there? Like right when I turned 18, I was like, yeah, let me go in here and hang out. But then I was like, eh, nope, good. Nice. I haven't yeah. been to Canada since I turned 21. I used to go to Canada because you could drink at 19. That's why I was up there. Oh, well, shit. Yeah. Well, Canada. if John hears this episode, now we know why he's an alcoholic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Speaking of John, dude, I had to laugh. It came across my Facebook feed today. We have a diner. It's called Longways Truck Stop. Um, it, it's off of Route 37 and Route 11. Just off of I-81, one of the last big stops before you hit Canadian border, because Alexandria Bay, of course, is the last stop. Dude, these motherfuckers are advertising that crazy shit that you and he talk about. Poutine, yes, they are selling poutine. Poutine, yeah. I, I saw a picture of it. I have to say, as gross as it sounded in my head, it's even more disgusting to look at. Why the <laughs> fuck 
to these goddamn Canucksy dash shit. First of all, cheese curds should be snappy and enjoyed by itself. Never was a goddamn french fry. Even the french are like, why the fuck did you mess up my french fry? <laughs> okay, I'm sorry, dude. You, you definitely need a better French accent. What the fuck was that? <laughs> it was very Russian. It was Russian. But hey, I'm a Trump supporter, so it makes sense. It. Wow. <laughs> oh, man. So, you know what? Uh, yeah, that was horrible French accent. I don't know. Fuck them French. It sounded like somebody just tickled you and you didn't know how to laugh at the same fucking time. Yeah. Man, I'm just lost for words, dude. Like, what is fucked, dude? You look at this shit and translate it in French, man. You'd be fucked. Sue! No, he, even the French would be saying, oh, what the fuck did he just say, uh-huh? He <laughs> got, oh. got the whole part right. Well, that's what he did. Ha ha! 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 That cute. God, now he gives his turn me against Looney Tunes. Jesus Christ. <laughs> dude, I'm oh. trying so hard not to laugh. I'm fucking tears up here, dude. <laughs> oh my fucking god. What a don't, great don't smoke, Don't smoke weed and do a podcast with these guys, Ben. Yeah, no. We're not even fucking like, what, 20 minutes in? Uh, uh, I don't know. I gotta yeah. look at the fucking time clock, bitch. I'm not a timekeeper. We just go until <laughs> I say we're done. <laughs> thirty minutes so far. No, oh. dude, that's not thirty minutes, bro. I'm telling you, we've been on the damn Skype for like fucking fifteen minutes, dude. So it's pretty much about twenty minutes, what, dude. What fucking <laughs> what clock is he looking at? I'm looking at thirty-six minutes and forty-five seconds with the both of you. I've got fifty-four <laughs> minutes, forty seconds now. What what kind of fucked up math are we doing? I got twenty minutes of record time. You started that? the podcast. Hey, thank you, thank you, Fishy, thank you. What twenty, dude, dude. 20 minutes of record time? Yeah, we always take about fifteen minutes just to bullshit with each other and get in the feel of you know getting ready to record is what I'm saying. So technically, Bushy's right. We got about twenty minutes, and I'll be here still. <laughs> Let you. <laughs> God. Let you. <laughs> All right, so uh, the mountain man had this great idea, um, and, and, and I hope this is something we do every week because it, it's it's fucking brilliant. And I'm happy to say that Sid, after being a douchebag that I tried not to yell at on our, on our uh, little staff chat, so to speak, our plug chat on uh, Facebook Messengers, I, I really wanted to blow this fucking guy up. He's pissing me off. But um, I, I kept my cool and. You know what? Thank God for being sober. But Mountain Man said we should come up with a word of the day where all of us give a word and give the definition. And we have to decide if it's a real word or some bullshit that we made up. And I thought this was great. Now, Sin argued this with us. He did not want to do it. And I was like, look, it, it's it's easy. Open up a fucking dictionary with your eyes closed, swing your arm around and put your hand down, put your finger down, and that word is your word. So hopefully he came up with something. But, Mountain Man, 
Uh -huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> because this was your idea, I want to uh -huh. hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear your word and your definition. <laughs> Alright, my word and the way I'm going to do this, because there's many different ways you can basically put, put this category into assumption. I'm going to use it as basically one word. And I'm going to use it in sentences, and you all tell me which way, whether it is used correctly or used incorrectly. Okay? Oh, Lord. That's the way I'm going to start mine off this going. And the word is pear. P-A-P-E-A-R. Pear. Okay? Okay, that's a fruit. Correct. That's That was my first one. A pear is a fruit that you can pick off of a tree that has to be, uh, what's the word, Mona? Thrown away because they taste like with shit. Another tree. Amen. Uh, that's, that's the first part. Okay. The other statement is with the word pair. Hey, can you run a pair and get me a pair of blue jeans or a pair of uh, socks? Oh, well, now you're. Not, uh, not, not, now you're. No, no, no. That's not the same word. Yeah, I said that's pair. Yeah, you, you said, said pear. pear. But you said P-E-A-R, which is a fruit. And then you talk about a pair of socks and blue jeans, which is a P-A-I-R. Mm -hmm. Yep. A pear. A pear. I'm confused on how this whole thing see, is. So we, see, or, are we coming up? The ending to that. Hold on. You did catch the ending. Pair of socks, pair of breeches. But did you hear the first time that I, I said it? Did you actually hear it in the first part? Oh, no, no, say it again because you're still wrong. But go ahead, Mountain Man. <laughs> I know I'm wrong. That's what I'm saying. I'm letting you hear the redneck versions of the way we use it in multiple instances or whether it's completely wrong and you think we're just stupid. Either way, can you run a pair and get me a pair of <laughs> and a pair of underwear? Oh, my God. <laughs> The, the way he made it sound, he made it sound like Yucky. he's trying to say, can you run up there? But he said, can you run a pair and grab me a pair of socks and britches is what I got. <laughs> that's that's exactly what he says. It's just hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's all wrong. <laughs> it's all wrong, man. The, the, yeah, I, my, I have a word, but I definitely don't have two definitions of Wait a minute, word. wait a minute. I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet. Oh, uh -oh. oh my God, there's more. Look. Look, I, I wanna I wanna talk to everybody out there and I wanna do it in a serious and soothing voice. I love my brothers and sisters in the South, and this is in no way a reflection on the education opportunities that you have down there. Right. <laughs> exactly. All right. Actually I got one from Granny C. She just said. Okay, are you two ready? Uh, we waiting. We wait. <laughs> we yeah, waiting. We waiting. Yep, we, we waiting. waiting. The whole world's waiting. <laughs> All right, the word is sensuous. What What is the term sensuous normally? Oh, my God. I cannot wait. I'm sure I've heard this shit on Jeff Foxworthy somewhere. <laughs> Please don't make me do this shit. My phone doesn't act that, react that fast. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, I know 
this sensuous is a derivative of the word sensual, which is, you know, something that has to do with uh, 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 sex and being provocative and sexy. But, oh, uh, please, right. Mountain Correct. Man, please Correct. Correct. give me sensuous at the store. <laughs> Well, now that you're coming over, Sensuous won't to, why don't you just go ahead and run up there and get us that? Oh my gosh. Sensuous, run up there. <laughs> <laughs> this is fucking good, dude. Oh my god. You know what? This is why liberals get mad at people that voted for Trump. <laughs> yeah. Oh god, that's so funny. It, it, what's even funnier is I'm actually drinking coffee out of my uh, Trump 2016 mug. That's right. Take it there, liberal bitches. Right in your ass. You like it? You like it? I'm biting you on the neck, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, uh, God. See that's a, funny. Seeing your word of the day. Oh, man. First of all, I'm going to confess to all of our listeners. I didn't realize that this is how it was going to go down to where we had to take an actual word. Oh, you kinda... don't have to. That's just the instance that I used it with for the redneck. But you can no, do but... it the way you want to to make it either funny or y'all too. The, the what I'm saying is that's gonna be a hard act to follow, okay? Because first of all, had I known we were trying to get creative like that, in my man, I gotta say, <laughs> I was doing okay, my damnedest to yeah, keep my mouth quiet. I'm, I'm I was gonna doing go my get... best. Well, here, I'm going I'm going to give everybody uh, a little bit of time to ponder on this one for next week to see what they can come up with for for everybody to have something to look forward to. The word next week is yonder. Wow. Yeah, you see, where, where I come from, I was just going to say lube. That was just going to be my word. I actually was going to go with a statement, but Bushy and you guys were like, no, no statement, just the word. So my word of the day, if real teaching Sesame Street, is lube. And you can define that by make sure that shit is lubed up before you hit that shit raw. Period, point, blank, end of discussion. Enough said. Right, right. Well, that's, uh, that, yeah. I mean, anytime you're uh, need to use lube, you're exactly right. You had better, yeah. Exactly. Whether you're lubing up, you know, your fucking brake pads, your, you know. Oh my God. No <laughs> your lover's Okay, ass. I, I had to run and grab a cup of coffee, and uh, uh, I know Mountain Man was getting ready to give a description. Apparently, description wasn't long enough, which I'm sure, you know, he's used to. But uh, <laughs> then, I, then I come back to lube. Is that your word of the day, lube? Yes, yep. lube, lube. No, I see, but here, here's the thing, and I gotta confess, I did not, when we were talking about the word of the day, I just thought it was a random word, and then we would just, like, define it in our own way, but now, after I hearing Trump, man, I but that's the thing, you said it's so creative that I'll, that's gonna make me now work my ass off next week to find something to kind of compete with what you're doing so i was off guard completely and i gotta i gotta give it to mountain man he stumped me on that and i greatly appreciate it and as bushy said no way in shape and form of anybody in north carolina except the charlotte area speaks like that in north carolina just oh, to give you a heads up oh just no. the people in charlotte <laughs> oh oh no i'm sorry my whole family on my dad's side is from north carolina you could damn well sure bet they talk that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I was, I was yeah. Just to be City nice. folks talk different. 
you know, because you have a couple big, you got Raleigh, you got the Durham area, you got Greensboro, you got uh, uh, Charlotte. They, they talk a little different, but when you start getting the mountains, the hills, any part of the countryside of North Carolina, like any part of the world, because we say some goofy shit up here, they, they say stuff that I, I just don't understand at all, which would be a great topic of conversation for another episode, just the differences in how people say things. I think that would be great. Um, I'm actually kind of embarrassed because I thought that we were going to bring some intellect. Some... <laughs> you can. You can bring intellect. What I, what I was saying whenever putting it in those terms, yes, it is completely said in the wrong manner. But is it, is it basically the way we do talk up here? Yes, it is completely. And also, you stepped away right as I said, but I made uh, you didn't catch it. My next week's word for people to kind of sit and ponder and be like, oh God, what what, what is it going to be? My word next week is yonder. Oh, I, I know all about yonder. Yo, exactly. Just wait till I, I for a minute there. I, see, this is what happens when I smoke weed, man. I hear yonder and I'm thinking back home, yonkers. No, no, yonkers. no, no. You're not even in the same fucking neighborhood. I, I nope. know. I'm saying. Yonkers and yonders, because of the spelling other than the K and the D in there, it makes me think of back home. Like, that was the, the first reaction I got when I heard yonders. It's like yonkers, which is in Westchester County, which well, is see, just north of Bronx. It's actually yonder. Huh? Nice. But no, that's to me that was creative though, because like I said, the way Mountain Man did that, I was not expecting that, and I think that's. Oh, I, like I, that. I was expecting nothing yeah. less. However, <laughs> <laughs> however, it, it really makes me sound like a self-pretentious blowhard <laughs> when I bring up my word. <laughs> okay. Because I was, know, I was thinking about educating the masses because. When you guys tried to bring me down and break me, all I could tell you is that I am irrefrangible. And yes, that's an adjective, meaning incapable of being broken. Yeah, there you go. There's the intelligence of the fucking podcast today, boys. No, wait a minute. Say it again. What was the word? Irrefrangible. Irrefrangible. I know. Too many syllables for you, right, about man? No, that ain't too many syllables. I'm just sitting here thinking, running through my head. How do we use that word in the South in a sentence? <laughs> mm. in, in the South? <laughs> you probably don't. Oh, uh, give, me, give me 10 minutes. I bet you money I'll figure it out. Uh, oh, I can tell you, right you know now. what? And, and I'll mess with them. But my family's from Greensboro, North Carolina, and Portsmouth, Virginia. So damn it, my blood is southern, even though I'm stuck in Yankee land. I'm allowed to fuck with the South. <laughs> oh, you're exactly right, but see, here's the difference. You're an educated redneck. I am just a down-home, down-the-earth redneck. That's why me and you butt heads from time to time. You're the educated one that can't stand words being said wrong. Oh, it drives me insane. It doesn't insane. bother me, not. That drives me insane. But you know what? We can both still hunt, fish, kill, and trap with the best of them. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Fish. Oh, that, no. I, I think that was a terrible flop. From now on, only Mountain Man gets to do the word of the week. <laughs> <laughs>
Oh, I, I got. I'll have to fight. Either. You know, you know, what you gotta get. You gotta get the Sesame th uh, the Sesame Street theme song. You know, like back there. I'm so just going to start stealing from Jeff Foxworthy, so I have something to compete with him on. <laughs> 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 I could have said y'all too. <laughs> Would you did you? <laughs> Which you did? You didn't break the truck with you, did you? I know, right? Those redneck words. You didn't say the redneck word of the day. Fuck. I didn't uh, study. I I, dude, I had to study that. up I on Marilyn Manson. I didn't know I had to study up on my Foxworthy, too. Damn. Speaking yeah, of which. See, that's the thing. A, a pair was not one of Jeff Foxworthy's words. No, <laughs> it's not. But you know what? I'm going to tweet I mean, him this episode. No. Video game. No, I am going to tweet him this episode, and I'm telling you, Foxworthy's going to steal it. <laughs> oh, he's more than welcome to steal it. But he's he actually uh, with it before. He's actually going to be in Watertown, New York, here this week or next week. He's coming up here to do a show right here in this little town that I live in. So that's wow. awesome. I can't afford tickets for like seventy bucks a pop for general admission. Damn. You know, this country right. motherfucker charges a lot. You could go see Chris Daughtry and his band the other day for 30. Just saying. <laughs> <Hey>. <laughs> All right. <laughs> so this week. Somebody plays the song. Uh, Granny Clyde has the statement she wants to say real quick. Hold on. She said, all right. She don't want to get on the air? For real? I know. She, she interrupts all the goddamn time. Get on the fucking mic. Get on the mic! Get on the mic! <laughs> Hold on, she's coming. Yeah! Alright. Yeah, so that's what I'm talking about. What? You know what it means when a southern woman says, Tell you, bless your heart? Oh, I do. It's, it's, it's the best insult in the world, but please, Ms. Granny Clyde, explain it to everybody that doesn't know. It means she's sorry you're stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it does. It, it, it can mean any number of things, but it's definitely a way to cover an insult. Oh, his face is all deformed. Bless his heart. <laughs> right. Oh, he's retarded. Bless his heart. <laughs> That's the most polite southern way to insult somebody, and I love that. Because once you said bless their heart, you're absolved of all pride. <laughs> Oh, I, I, I actually love that phrase, and it, it hasn't caught on up here. I tried, and they just laughed at me. <laughs> That's because it's New York. What do you expect? Well, you see, you see, Mountain Man, I wish you would come up here to where I am in New York, because where I am is not that much different from where you are, except for the Yeah, accent. it's a big difference, because y'all don't talk like we do down here. Right, right, right. But you know what? This is an area that votes Republican all the time. This is an area that hunts and fishes. This is an area that's six hours north of fucking New York City, okay? We are not city folk. We are country folk. We are surrounded by dairy oh, farms. I wasn't saying that y'all weren't country folk. What I was thinking there is a different side of country folks up north compared to down south. True, true. But I, but I will say this, because I have lived in both parts of the country. Rednecks are the same no matter where the fuck you go. <laughs> you are correct. You are correct. Now, we're not meaning deliverance type rednecks. No, no, no. We, we're not trying to fuck people that. in the ass. Yeah. Well, no, may, no, maybe man, sin. He's different. But, you know, we love him anyway. 
Right. It's not the closer kin, deeper in shit that everybody perceives us to be. It's actual down home. We work and bust our ass to have what we got. That's the term of redneck. I, I love what the mountain man defends redneck itis. <laughs> right. <laughs> oh, man. I, I, I don't know if we lost Sid or what. He, he's high and drooling. No, I'm just kicking back just hearing you guys go back and forth, back and forth. Oh, Minding my own little P's and Q's, well, man. Let's, let's get Sim talking. Sim, uh, you came and stayed with me in 2014 for what? Over a month? Uh, for Yeah, just actually I came. I want to say it was shortly after my birthday. Um, I want to say probably... I wasn't out there Halloween. I want to say actually probably a couple of days after Halloween. I want to say the second or third, give or take. And uh, left, I want to say, roughly probably the 8th day of December. But, man, like the scene. We, okay, first of all, man, like I, I got like a say, whole. Explain the culture shock when you came up here. First of all, when I got there, the air quality like is so dense because we're so high up in the mountains. It's unbelievable. But when I got there. I saw the actual small town of Boone, and I, I was just Newland. fascinated. Newland, Boone County, I believe, right? Nope, Avery County. Avery County. Sorry, I don't know where the hell Boone is. I guess that's your neighboring county or something. That's, that's, that's next to Daniel. Yeah, that, right. <laughs> it, it, it's a beautiful... <laughs> It, it's beautiful country scenery. What what impressed me the most is the the people that live up there, man. First of all, jobs are very very minimum up there. This is like a town, like we're talking almost ghost town, like in size. And we, me and Mountain Man, we you know he was driving me around, showing me the neighborhoods and stuff like that. We went to a Mountain Woman's family's house. And I kept seeing all these Christmas trees, and I look at Mountain, and I'm like, dude, what's up with all these Christmas trees? And he's like, you know the, the Christmas trees you see at Target or at your local Christmas tree vendors out there in the Southwest? I'm like, yeah. He goes, those are our trees. And it's come to find out that these people in North Carolina up in the mountains, this is how they make their living. Like, if you're not working in one of these small little convenience stores, if you're not a police officer or a paramedic or um, a firefighter, you're basically, all you have is farming Christmas trees. And I have respect for these people because it's like, damn, you know, they might only make their money one time a year, but they're making a fucking killing. The culture up there, beautiful. To see the whole town, first of all, we went to a Christmas parade. And the Christmas parade was just right there downtown, man. Just the main street. But it was like the whole town was gathered, man. There was there was maybe people drinking, but not belligerently drunk. You know, there were people having a good time, man. And like me, I'm a dark-skinned Puerto Rican. I mean, there were probably people giving Mountain Man shit saying, Who the fuck was that motherfucker with you for the month out there? But they never said it to his face. They kind of respected the fact that, okay, here's an outsider looking in an our little town. I would never want to destroy that city by taking my ass up there to live there. But I would love to go back to see my godson. The, the beautiful, beautiful scenery. Beautiful people up there, man. And well, God bless you, anybody can come live here. That's one thing about it. They're, they're, I don't want to fuck it up, dude. Dude, you ain't gonna mess up. There's the one... To be honest, there is uh, multiple black families that live up here, Mexicans. I mean, dude, we're, we're not a racist town by all means. There, now, don't get me wrong, there's bad apples every damn where. 
Yes, but, there is. But to be up here, I mean, dude, hell, I'm trying to get you to move here now. Right. So you I have to allow the place you're in. I, 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 like I said, I tell you like this. If you ever, anybody ever goes to North Carolina, you go to Charlotte, you go to Greensboro, Durham, Raleigh, wherever the hell you go. Go west a little bit up to the mountains and just go check it out. Go by Appalachian State University and go that's get a hotel. Thing. Yeah, that's, go, that's where you were thinking of things. That's go, go get a hotel and enjoy that fucking scenery, man. Because there's one thing that y'all don't know about this city, boy. I've seen the city. I know what skyscrapers look like. I'm we not even kind of knowing it when you say city, boy, that you've seen the city. Yeah, I love Trial. the country. Trial. <laughs> I threw him off. I threw him off his game. Oh, no, I'm good. <laughs> like I said, I love the country, Point blank, man. And, and just... I'll tell you what, a lot of the things you described are, are what's prevalent up here in this area. We have, I, I live next to a city, quote unquote, 35 to 45,000 people, maybe a little more than that. And then Fort Drum, which is your know, home of the 10th Mountain Division where I served and my dad served. That's got about 85,000 people there, but the rest of the surrounding communities are small towns, and, and the further away you get, it gets even smaller. A lot of dairy farms. Um, up here, uh, people make their money in the springtime when the trees are starting to run their sap. Uh, everyone thinks about pure Vermont maple syrup. We make a lot of maple syrup up here as well, uh, tapping trees and such. And, uh, and, and believe it or not, Christmas tree farms are pretty big up here to further into the sticks you get. I am right in the foothills of the Adirondack Mountains, so I absolutely understand what that's all about. You know, that's amazing. Um, what you got what type of Christmas that. trees do they grow up in New York? I, I couldn't tell you. The kind you put in your fucking house in water. <laughs> wow. I'm meaning Fraser fir, the the long pine. I mean, there's different types. Up yeah. here, what would they grow yeah. is Fraser fir. Yeah, I, I, I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. I wouldn't be able to tell you. <laughs> I, oh my I, god, I, we stunk bushy. Holy shit! What is wrong with this picture? Dude, the, the I, I got an artificial tree. Said they make scissor up there. So yeah, I, I want some maple scissor. If you can send some down to me, bushy, I, I like it. I like the. I don't know if you guys have that though out in the east. But um, there is some maple syrup. I was saying scissor just to, you know, make a little Tennessee talk for y'all in Memphis or whatever. No, no the, the actual syrup. don't say that either, but go ahead. The actual syrup, I, I forgot the name of the brand, but it looks like a little jug. Comes with a little white handle and a very dark brown top. But uh, I know that the thing, man, I want to say it's no bigger than maybe an 8 ounce to a 10 ounce jug. It's expensive. It, dude. I kid you not, bro. Like, oh my God! Like, my my cousin introduced me to it when I went uh, to uh, not Nassau County, which is just east of Albany, New York, a couple of years back. I came out here to Vegas to find the same damn little maple syrup, eight ounces, man, for five forty nine. And then my family has the audacity to use my fucking syrup, dude. Like, I paid damn near six dollars for that, bitch. You're not touching my shit. No. Hey, wait, wait. Say, say, say that word again. How are you saying it? It's scissor, as they say it in Tennessee, down in Memphis. Scissor, no, like no, scissor. How do you say the word yourself? Say it one more time. Oh, syrup. It's syrup. I say it's syrup. It's yeah, syrup. syrup. Yeah, syrup. syrup. That's the way we say it down south. It's syrup. Yeah, syrup. I, I need some syrup for my wife. 
Yeah, I say syrup. Yeah, uh, and I like molasses on my bread. Right. <laughs> that comes from a uh, pan soup for my French fries. Yeah, that uh, the, the molasses on bread comes from my grandparents. Uh, they're from the Greensboro area. Uh, albeit outside the, uh, the the city limits, more in the countryside. My grandmother was a uh, uh, she worked tobacco farms when she was real little, and her job was not picking the tobacco. Her job was to uh, pick the tobacco worms. It's not tobacco; it's tobacco. And uh, bust them in half, you know, throw them in a jar so they would stop eating plants. And uh, because they were all dirt poor. Molasses on homemade bread was called breakfast. It is one of my favorite meals to this day. I used to eat it on the farm in Virginia all the time. And I, it's not tobacco, it's backer. Well, you could say that. It's also backy, tobacco, whatever. It's fucking tobacco. So, Bushy, wait a minute. Wait a minute. A serious question, though, because, I mean, I've heard of molasses, but when you speak of, like, putting molasses on bread, are you talking, like, just spreading them out like butter or peanut Negative. butter like that? Negative. What you do is you get yourself a bowl. I prefer wheat bread. Most people white. My uh, my, my grandparents, uh, it was always white bread that they baked, you know, for the family every day. Uh, because it's easy to get flour. It's not easy to go buy a loaf of bread. You could get a bag of flour. Wire. And you can make bread for a month. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you, me and you, me and you are going to get in a fight. Because you're the educated redneck saying it proper, damn it. It's flair and backer. Hey, shut the fuck up. I'm telling the story. I don't give a damn. I'm trying to get educated here, man. I'm anyway, what this is, man. The way I do is I take four slices of bread. All right? Break. And you just kind of break it up into chunks. You know, inch, inch and a half, two inch chunks. Put it in a bowl. And then you pour your molasses over and you eat it with a fork. That's the way my grandparents used to feed me breakfast because they grew up dirt poor. Now, my grandfather served 29 years in the Navy. He didn't stay poor very long. He actually left my grandmother a millionaire when he passed away. But that's because of good stock market uh, uh, investments and such. But uh, yeah, growing up dirt poor, they strive for success. My grandmother would go to work in high heels and the nicest dress she could make and then put on her sneakers and her overalls and her damn button-down shirt and go out and throw tobacco fields and pull them fucking worms off of plants. But they Cog, always... you said backer. No, I didn't. I said tobacco. It's okay. Calm down. You go back and listen to it. You'll see I said it right. No, you said backer. No, I didn't. Go back and listen to it, motherfucker. <laughs> I will. Don't worry. <laughs> All right, so... Enough about the tobacco and the fucking mountains and whether or not, you know, dove fuck sheep or, you know, sin can afford a whore. <laughs> now, now, wait a minute, wait a minute. If that's the case, uh, New York has the biggest farm uh, farm animals in this side of the U.S., so good tribe. Uh, down south here, where I live in Avery County, we don't farm animals, so... And last I heard, that's Virginia. That ain't us. Hey, hey, no, my parents, my grandparents had a vegetable farm in Virginia. You back off. Dude, <laughs> come down south, everybody talks. Virginia's the sheep fuckers, not North Carolina. That's funny. They mean West Virginia. That's what they mean. Very possible. Very possible. Yeah, you're correct. West Virginia. Yeah, all right. So it's record review time. And, um, Damn, I was having fun doing Menstrual that. cycle. Oh, menstrual trial. cycle. Trial. Trial. Why does this guy say menstrual cycle? What is wrong with him? 
it's the time for the album review, so we call it a menstrual cycle. So no, once no, we we, month, we don't call it a, a, a fucking. We do cycle. call it that. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're gonna grow on that. No, no, we're gonna try to weed that shit out. <laughs> no. Oh God! This is one that uh, 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 Sin actually proposed to me for our first show, but uh, uh, we let the Mountain Man pick, and he went with a Slipknot. I went with the greater album, I'm with the Rolling Stones, and then of course Finn had to come back to this fucking new metal shit. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, uh, the Mountain Man's album, I actually dig that album. And Finn's album, I actually dig this album. So I don't know how much um, disagreements or debate there's going to be. It's going to be a bunch of guys talking about how they feel about the album. Now, Mountain Man, he's the one I'm actually curious about. Because I spoke with Sin about the record. We know we like it. I am curious to hear the Mountain Man's take on this whole record. Um, I will tell you that when I compiled my notes, it was when we were going to do the review last week, and uh, we ended up just doing a rambling uh, episode, which I think is something we should really consider doing more often. Um, but yeah, doing my research, I've come to find out that this is actually a concept album, and we're going to get into the concept after we've done our review because I want I, I want the review to be honest and open without you guys knowing what the concept actually is when I say you guys I mean the listeners uh, what we're reviewing this week for our monthly or you know every other month or every five weeks six weeks fucking for review. album review let's get a good album review I was just giving the listeners a hard time what Kyle yeah, what? The, the, what? I'm gonna break that fucking trial button. You keep giving me that, man. It's <laughs> fucking kind, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna introduce you to the lube, man. Oh, <laughs> see? See? He's gonna introduce you to the lube. I told you this, oh. motherfucker, man. I told you we need to be careful with him. <laughs> Let me put it to you this way, Sid. I'm not that desperate and you're not that fucking lucky. Oh, my God. Marilyn Manson, Mechanical Animals, released September 14th, 1998, the third studio album by this band. Um, for me, when I first heard, I of course heard the single The Dope Show, and, and you know, I, I dug the hell out of that song. Uh, the video was very, very strange to me. Uh, I didn't understand the whole androgynous look of uh, Marilyn Manson, which will, of course, play in later when we talk about the goddamn concept. But I was drawn to that song, and I loved Antichrist Superstar. And for me, this album was such a departure from that Antichrist album, because the albums before that, Portrait of American Family and Smells Like Children, they were weird. They weren't brutal. They weren't heavy. Antichrist Superstar was fucking insane. It was a metal album. The other two were more new metal, weird. And then this one's way weird. I fell in love with this album. And it's actually the only Manson album that I own in its physical form to this day. Uh, uh, Sid, how'd you find this album? I found this album partly after following the Antichrist Superstar album. I also had Portrait of American Family and Smells Like Children. Both to those, um, a lot of people don't know, Manson, when he first came out, had a, a thing of trying to follow Alice Cooper and the whole shock rock 
genre type thing. So pretty much when he started in 94, 96 without his identity, you know, he tried to basically mimic and copy uh, the great Alice Cooper, which ultimately, you know, I'm sorry to say Alice Cooper is the man of shock rock. He's the legend. Uh, this is why Manson took a different twist and went with Mechanical Animals. I, I personally like this album. Uh, it was definitely way fucking different than any Christ Superstar. I was when they told me when I heard about the hey, album. Hey, Mount Man, shut your woman up. When I heard <laughs> about the album, I'm I kidding, Miss Jess. I love you. you. <laughs> I love you, Miss Jess. <laughs> I literally thought we were going to get, you know, a follow-up to uh, the Antichrist Superstar. And like I said, and like you said, this was totally, totally different. Unexpected uh, album. Great album. All over. I mean, there's maybe one or two songs on here I didn't agree with. But I don't know. I mean, we got. I- I'm curious to know what Mountain Man thinks of this. I know, for real. He had to step away from it. And what I can oh. say is, um, yeah... I, I, I love it. It is a departure from Antichrist Superstar. And there's, you know, same with me. There's a couple that I don't dig. But it's very glam rock, which is something that you guys know that I'm definitely into. Um, it definitely draws... The, the Manson persona himself draws from Alice Cooper. But you know what? Iggy Pop also used to go on stage and cut himself. So that was nothing new. Manson took it a step further by having the crowd spit on him and trying to be as offensive as he could, you know, at that time. Things have obviously changed. It's not so shocking anymore. But it was it was definitely new, exciting, and fucking scary to people. Because by the time this record came out, Target, Kmart, Walmart, they would not carry this album. They didn't like the androgynous look of Manson on the cover where you see breasts, but they're covered and he has no male genitalia. You know, so you didn't know what was going on. And oddly enough, that all fits in later when we talk about the concept. Mountain Man, Mountain Baby, since we see him on the screen right now, little DJ, how you doing, buddy? Mountain Man, what what, what, what are your... Let's call it preconceptions, because we don't want you to review the album just yet, even though me and Sid have already given it up, saying we love it. How'd you discover Manson? How'd you discover this album? What do you think? To be honest, I originally come across Manson on the song Beautiful People. Now, personally, for myself, never been a huge, huge fan of Marilyn Manson, but I do understand his art. I do understand his music for what he wants to portray it for, but Personally, for me, I've just never been a huge, huge fan. I do like some of his songs. The album itself, actually, this was the first time ever I fully listened to it. I'll be oh, just straight this up. This is going to be fun, then. Then stop. Stop right there. Because this is going to be the most honest review we're getting out of him because it's a first time listen, and I can't wait to hear that. So, let's go ahead and dive right into this, what I, what I call a masterpiece. And in fact, it's the last Manson album I heard. Mountain Man, Great Big White World. What do you think? A Great White World? Uh, no, 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 not a Great White World, you redneck motherfucker. Great Big White World. <laughs> Sorry, leave me alone. Um, for what I could tell, for what I've listened to Manson before... The opening echoes, guitar riff, I mean, you could tell it's changed with all of his previous albums and most of his songs. 
Um, it's a rather slow song, and it really picks up on the chorus a bit. The song has great lyrics, in my opinion. Manson really shines in his singing. The guitar is rather basic, though. It is good beginner song to learn, and the keyboard's included with the overall playing throughout the entire song. It's really good, a great opener to the album, and it shows what's to come uh, for the rest of us. Uh, basically, what's to come for all the albums before and after, and for all the songs going on for, for it to continue on. Wow, wow. I actually couldn't disagree more. Um, because I, I think this is a weak opening track. I, I Now, having said that, I do dig it. But lyrically, I'm not sure if this is a social commentary on white privilege or not. Though he's talking about how uh, how ugly we are to each other, so so I get that part. I don't I don't think it's great. I don't hate it, but I think it's a very weak opening song. Sin. The way I interpret the song is basically like a spaceman looking down Earth. And he's basically seeing how the earth is revolting and becoming more the depressing sight every day and how the world is basically turned itself apart. Uh, the song lyrically, as Mountain Man said, it's about as clean as sharp to the point where you don't have to look at her lyric sheet to understand what Manson's saying. Uh, the guitar work was actually done by Zimzum. And not John Five. If you guys go ahead and look at the album cover, John or Zimzum, which is Manson's old guitarist from Portrait and Smells Like Children, was credited by creating the the album. When they went to support the tour, it was John Five from Rob Zombie that Manson got to replace Zimzum. Uh, M MWG, which I call MWG for short, Madonna Rain Gacy, killed it. Absolutely killed it. I don't know if the man was high or not uh we all known he's been known to do ass in ecstasy when he performed on stage i don't know if he used that on this song but his keyboard playing was phenomenal ginger fish his drumming was kind of basic and standard to me i didn't really hear any like difference or anything to his previous two albums and twiggy is twiggy man just you don't hear the bass too much on the album on that particular song, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, I was going to say on that song, and I'll go ahead and take the dope show, which will tell you you're fucking wrong. You hear a lot of bass. Uh, this is the first single, and, and I think it would have been a better opening track. Um, that, now, that's not knowing this was an actual concept album. I love the bass line. I love how he's talking about being addicted to both drugs and fame, and when one isn't working... The other fills the void. I think it's a great tune. I think it's brilliantly written. And I'm going to go on record right now as saying this is some of Manson's best writing. Now, that's also admitting that I am not familiar with much after this album. I kind of lost contact with it. Um, Sin, what do you think of this one? This one, I, I interpreted it as him battling basically, like, like you said right there, alternating between the two. But mainly, I, I looked at it as the mass media. It was kind of like slapping them in the face, pretty much, rather than referring to the drug use in general itself. Uh, it shows what the media basically was presenting at that time in, in the world. Lyrically, man, clean. Twiggy absolutely killed, like... If, you, if you're going to hear the dope show for the first time ever as a listener, 
to the album, you're going to hear basically Manson's right-hand man literally show. I mean, he's not no Les Claypool or any best, you know what I'm saying, other bass players out there in the world. But for Manson's style of music, he's absolutely a genius at creating some of this stuff. But Donna Wayne Gacy didn't really play a keyboard on this one. It was more a piano. And apparently, too, from what I found out, Manson also used syncussions, which is uh, basically an electronical drum kit to do the drumming. Ginger Fish had no drumming whatsoever. So all the drums you hear on that track particularly are done by Manson. Outside on the live tour, it was done basically again by Ginger Fish, but Manson created that drum beat for the sound. Mountain Man, what do you think? Well, the way I've put it, I, I, like I said, I've listened to the album. I actually listened it, listened to it with DJ on some of the nights, and I don't know if you can hear him over here making noise. If it does, he's saying hi to everybody. Hey, I can and tolerate sure, him. You tell everybody else to hush the hell up back there. <laughs> you want to head to that mountain lady? Uh oh. Come can't have that air. She she's like giving you both to go to hell look right now. I oh, I, I ain't scared. That's the beauty of all these states apart. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm I'm gonna but because I put all my notes down. Uh, that I uh, wrote down because it's the easiest way I can explain any of it. Uh, the Dope Show, I'm sure we've all heard this song, is definitely the most popular song from the album and got voted uh, best video by MTV as well. The, vo- the verses are pretty much uh, vocals and the bass-driven riff. The guitar that... <clears throat> that is to be heard is power chords and chorus and the song is extremely catchy it has been stuck in my head forever the song is about hollywood and how when you are on the cover of magazines you're beloved by the community and as you fade away people start to forget about and focus on the fad of uh the fad of what's going on at the time there's a lot of keyboard synths in the song. The drumming is rather average. I give it a four out of five, pretty much. Nice, nice. Well, uh, what do you think about Mechanical Animals? Mechanical Animals, if you're asking me, the I'm song... I'm asking you, uh, Dad. It's your turn. Okay. Man, damn, the I song... got skip. All good. <laughs> <laughs> no, you did. You're, you're the one that opened up uh, Dope Show, no, I No, I didn't. Okay, you'll, you'll be, right. you'll you'll be all right. I'll come back to you, Sid. That's <laughs> <It's> all good. <laughs> well, I did um, uh, do some research on the album. This song originally was going to be released as a single, but never was. The reason is unknown, and I think it is one of the best tracks off the album. What? And would be yep, and would be in a would have been a great single. Opens with a catchy and rocking riff and then goes into verse with Manson singing and bass and drums behind him. After the chorus, is really great full interlude between the verse and Manson singing beautifully with the great drumming and some uh, occurrence guitar in the background. Are you, are you plagiarizing somebody? No. <laughs> I'm, that's my personal opinion. Uh... 
the song uh, hits a peak of a nice guitar riff and Manson repeating uh, I'm So Gone playing uh, the Suicide Kick. So that's personally what I got from it and the way I feel about the song. I think it's one of the top tracks on there. One of, not the, but one of. Nice, nice. Well, good for you, uh, Sin. All right, first of all, when I get into this uh into this song's review here real quick in no way shape or form does the plug promote uh violence to yourself or any suicide but to answer mountain man's question on why this song was never made into a single uh if you listen to the lyrics or interpret the lyrics and you might have to listen five or six times first of all it's the title track of the album but apparently this song is dark and quite possibly filled with suicidal lyrics written in this song. I don't know if Manson was at a dark time in his life when he wrote this, because at the time he did this album, he was with Mary to Rose McGowan. But further research, that I come to find out... I want to kill myself. Maybe, yeah. You know, she's doing a lot of shit on the internet. But apparently, no, I was reading an article... That was related to when I was reading the lyrics and some young man ended up taking his life, uh, unfortunately, to the song. I didn't find it to be as dark as maybe this young man did. I don't know if he was trying to make a statement, but to me personally, I like the song. I don't think it's a top (laughs) five track for me. I mean, it's a great song. Lyrically, I don't see nothing dark with the song. I think Manson was, you know, just being Manson and trying to create controversy, as he's always done. Uh, Twiggy, again, beautiful bass line on this. Uh, There were parts on this song where I think they were maybe trying to go a little acoustic. But, man, overall, it's... If I was to rate the song, probably like a three and a half stars. But no way in shape and form did I see any darker negativity behind the lyrics that you know this poor gentleman you know had a you know off himself to that song you know the the way manson's perceived is just wrong because the man has raw talent man bushy what do you think about mechanical animals oh before i get into mechanical animals i want to uh, address this fucking suicide to music thing okay because i grew up through the 80s you know, Suicide Solution by Ozzy Osbourne made my kid blow his head off with a shotgun. Of course, Ozzy won that case. Judas Priest made my kid off himself. And of course, Judas Priest won that case. And I'm pretty sure that Marilyn Manson won his case as well, although I never researched that. Here's what I have to say. If you're a weak-minded fucking person and you're going to kill yourself because you can't handle the fact that life is fucking hard, you're going to do it. I don't give a fuck if you're playing Marilyn Manson, Ozzy Osbourne, Judas Priest, or goddamn Britney Spears when you decide to do it. I'm sick of people not taking responsibility for their own fucking actions, and I'm especially sick of parents blaming an artist instead of their shitty fucking upbringing and raising of these children. Now. Amen. Well, a fucking man, but she well said, brother. Oh, my God. You know what I say? If you want to kill yourself, let me hand you the fucking weapon because one less whiting waste. I don't care. Life is short and hard without taking a pussy way out. I have no tolerance or patience for those people. Do do, do it like ICP said on the great Mlinko. They had a skit where the guy was like, I want to kill myself. And I I think it was Violent J who was, you know, doing the skit over. And he's like, you want to kill yourself? Bring me the fucking gun. I'll fucking do it for you. Oh, 
you know hey, that's exactly how i feel like yeah no, it's like get over it. life's hard everybody has problems everybody right uh, there's weak people and there's strong people and you know what if the weak decide to weed themselves out i'm okay with that now mechanical animals uh it's a weird song i'm not sure what he's talking about i dig how it sounds but it's obviously way too deep for me to understand so while i dig how it sounds I don't like the fucking songs. I don't know what the hell he's talking about. <laughs> Look how easy right. that was. I, I spent more time ranting about pussies. Rock is dead. Sid. Oh, uh, may, I, may I say something before you continue? Because sure. you two were talking on that. Exactly what you were saying about the suicide thing. Don't get me wrong. If you're fucked in the head, you're fucked in the head. You're going to get it from wherever you want to. But there is a difference in being suicidal and being on dope and not realizing what you're doing. And there is a difference in wanting... Uh, yeah, I disagree. You made the choice to do fucking dope. You're one less whining waste. Exactly. I, I keep hoping I, my I, ex bumps herself saying. off. I, right. I'm, I'm saying I agree with you, but it, ultimately, in the end, period, in the story, if you're fucked in the head, you're fucked in the head. There's nothing anybody can do about it. You're exactly right. If they want to be poor, pitiful excuse, let them have it and let them have the bullet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, totally I say agree. not less drugs, more drugs. Give them more. Sure. <laughs> all at once, okay. but that's the rule. All at once, you have to do all of this now. Goodbye. Right. I'll leave a page for your see. fucking hole. Right. <laughs> now, sin. Rock is dead. Rock is dead. Well, quite the contrary to this track, this is by far my least favorite track on this fucking what? album. Granny just said that's where you say bless your heart. <laughs> you had to throw that in. <laughs> yeah. No, fuck that. Bless fuck our that heart, heart because this this rock is dead. Uh, first of all, it doesn't even sound rockish to me at all, man. This sounds like, I, I don't know, like a clusterfuck of fucking instruments just being put together here. I mean, everything's clear. You can hear everything clear. But it just, it has no, I mean, the the things like, bam, 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 bam. Like, what? Like, lyrically. It's it's cool. We're, we're trying to get that, you know, he's talking about, oh, he's not going to do his shock rock thing no more is the way I took it. But uh, other than that, I couldn't make out what the fuck this song was basically about. So I literally, rating it rise, probably give it a fucking one star, if anything. Mountain Man, what do you think? Uh, I totally agree. I mean, with this song, I mean, uh... The song, for what I've done research with, the song was featured on the Matrix soundtrack and featured little sound bits from the movie in their interlude. It was also performed at the 98 VMAs with Manson naked, covered in mud-like substance and only wearing a cowboy hat. At the end of the song, they lit a cross made, TV, uh, made of TVs on fire and certainly didn't go down well with Christians. The song was also released as a single and featured scenes from The Matrix. This song is rather bland and boring to me, but it is definitely a good choice as a single. That's my personal preference. Oh, my God. Now, to me, this sounds like Manson. This is what I was hearing on McCann or on uh, Antichrist Superstar with the new glam rock kind of feel that he was going in. I really dig this tune. It's basically saying to you know to me anyways that nothing is original. We just gravitate like drugged up mindless zombies to whatever is described or decreed as popular. 
It's a great song. It's a great commentary, especially at a time when grunge was finally fucking being killed and all these other bands were coming out. Your Cold Chambers, your Slipknots, your Manson. Rock was going in a different direction, but people were still singing praises to Cobain and Vedder and all them. This is a great tune. I fucking love it. I don't know what the hell you guys were listening to. <laughs> all right, personal I'll... preference, dude. Personal preference. Yes, I know. Yes. And, and your preference is wrong. Okay, disassociative. <laughs> to me, uh, this song's just way out there. I have no idea what the fuck he's saying. Uh, are we mindless drones just going through the motions? I don't know. It's a bizarre song. I, I'm not a fan. It's too weird. I don't get it. Don't like it. Trial. I know, right? Trial. Go ahead, uh, Sid. Go ahead, Sid. Uh, me, me? All right. This is going to sound crazy, but this is the Manson I like right here. And I'm going to explain why. We're, we're used to his first three albums at this time, uh, including the Smells Like Children, with the loud distortion and, you know, the weird sounding sounds that uh, Zim Zum was creating out of a guitar. The only time other previously other than Disassociative where you hear almost acoustic music from Manson was The Man That You Fear. I personally dug the song just musically the way it was written. The way I interpreted the song was like if someone was being basically in a coma and them not wanting to come back to reality. It's kind of like how I feel with my life, like with a lot of shit that's going on. I kind of wish I was in a coma and then I would wake up and things would be better again. Lyrically, the song kicked ass. Guitar work by Zimzum and Twiggy both, because uh, there were two guitars going at the same time, were awesome. Uh, Twiggy laying the bass down after the track, awesome. Madonna Wayne Gacy and WG did his thing on the piano. Zimzum, of course, added the beats to it, man. Phenomenal song, man. Mountain Man, what do you think? You took the words right out of my mouth. There's nothing actually I can follow up with it except for um, it wasn't a brilliant song, but other than that, I mean, you could definitely feel the pain from it and stuff like that through his lyrics. So, yeah, I mean, you hit it on the head on everything else. All right. Uh, you got the speed of pain, Mountain Man. Why don't you uh, lead that one off? All right. The speed of pain... Yuns are probably going to give me shit for this, but I don't care. Um, Speed of Pain is my favorite song off the album. It's emotional and beautiful. A quiet, weird beginning until the soft acoustic guitar chords come in. It is just Manson and the acoustic guitar with backup singers in the background. The chorus is, distort is a distorted voice that works extremely well. The song has the best lyrics on the album, I feel. At the end of the second verse, there is a nice little drum feel, and great lyric example of the song is, when you want it and goes away as fast times that you hate, it always seems to last. Just remember when you think you're free, the crack inside your effing heart is me. That five out of five. Oh, holy fuck. I fucking love this song. For me, uh, this is talking about the trials and tribulations of relationships. 
and we tend to uh, we tend to be self-deprecating. We stay with those that hurt us the most. I uh, I, I love the gospel-sounding choir to sing in that chorus. I love the acoustic guitar. I love everything about this song. Is it my favorite on this album? No, but I will tell you this: it is my second favorite song on this album. Fuck yes, love the speed of pain, sin. I gotta say, this is also one of my top three favorites, man. Uh, the, like I said, I I probably could have gone away with the with the choir girls in the oh, background. Oh, no, that's what no, kills no, but, it for me. But no, here here's the thing. I, I sit here and I listen to the choir girls, and then I try to picture Manson doing that same chorus. And there's no way this song would be would be where it's at in popularity amongst us without the choir girls. So I, the choir girls, I can I can dig. Um, and like you, like you said, Bushy, it's basically about a song about being involved in a relationship or whatever, and doing basically what you can to try to keep it afloat. Basically, like a Stockholm syndrome type case, you know, you're basically trying to stay together for whatever reason you want to go to, and you're going to sit there and deal with the pain, no matter if it's at fast pace, slow pace. Lyrically, musically, this song is top notch, but not my top favorite track, man. Oh, yeah, but it's still, still very, very it's good. It's still kick ass, yes, kick ass for sure. Absolutely. Oh. Uh, track number seven is um post human uh who's up it don't matter that would be you actually bushy yep okay well this is gonna suck because i it's very glammy but it's still heavy it's fucking weird i don't like it there's nothing about this song i like i've looked through the lyrics i don't like it it i don't like this song remove it from the fucking record Oh my god, dude! Uh, I, I'm gonna take this one over Mountain Man if you don't mind, because this is gonna be short, quick, and simple. WTF? Exactly what I wrote my notes, man. What the fuck is this song, man? Like this shit to me sounds like a cheap 21, to, excuse me, 21st century sounding porno theme song. I like <laughs> when I hear this song. I kid you not. I I, I hear this song. I picture Rose McGowan with her short-ass fucking Shigami Weaver Aliens Part 3 hairdo and Manson in his little alien outfit with his little C or B-sized titties hanging out and basically not making any sense. I mean, post-human, you're talking about Brian. afterlife death? No, not trial, motherfucker, because hold on. We're sitting here thinking, <laughs> what the fuck is post-human? Are you talking about immortality out of life are you talking about life after death to me it makes no fucking sense at all and this is by far my least favorite track on the album mountain man <sighs> i can't even no i know right <laughs> oh, go ahead, this bro. is Sorry. where in my opinion the album starts to slip but only for a short while the song is just extremely boring to listen to yes i find Maybe it's just because it's after my favorite song. I don't know. I just can't put my finger on it. The only thing I like about it is the guitar riff and the drum work. I don't like Manson's vocals on this track. Nothing else to say about the song. I mean, that's that's all you can do. Yeah, yeah. You know what? It, that that could be it. After the speed of pain to have post-human, maybe it just suffers from um, poor placement. Now, 
We had planned to go the distance on this album, but perhaps to make things interesting, we'll do side two uh, next week. The Mountain Man has things he has to do with Ms. Mountain Lady because she can't wait till tomorrow. So, <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to stop the review at track seven. We're going to pick it up next week. However, you know that doesn't mean this show is over. Anything to promote sin? Uh, technically, no. I don't have nothing to promote this week, to be honest with you. Um, other than, um, I I'll tell you what. No, you know what? Promote yourself, that. I actually do have something to promote. Um, I want you guys, if you're part of any musical groups out there in Facebook land or whatever, and uh, you know basically a band personally, like, I don't know. Just any unsigned band, man. Uh, give them love either way. You don't have to be a DJ. But share their work, man, out there in Facebook, man. man. Yes. Help them get noticed and stuff, man. Because you know what? These guys only make so much when they their albums come out. Because nowadays they're being ripped off the internet. So buy their merch. Help them spread word any way possible. You don't have to do it. Like I said, being a DJ, just go up there to your friend and say, hey, have you guys heard of this band? Word of mouth advertisement, man, for these bands, man. Sure. Please do that and uh, help us keep the metal music scene alive, man, with these unsigned bands. Fuck That's that. all keep I got Keep the music see. scene in general alive. I don't care if you're a country singer, if you're doing that hip-hop shit that I don't like, man. Support your local acts. I agree wholeheartedly. Not man. Got anything to promote, sir? Promote? No, but... Personally, for me, I mean, I've racked my brain because I know we promote a lot of different things, you know, to get people's uh, people's point of views and uh, just try to get everybody, you know, to help out here and there. I'm not going to promote anything this week. I'm actually going to say, to because I know since we've started, we've actually been growing quite a bit here lately. And for me personally, as the mountain man, because, I mean, going into this podcast, I mean, originally starting between me and Sam, we didn't think we were going to have a, a whole bunch of listeners, but we have started noticing that we are growing. For me, I want to say thank you to all of you and just tell all of you we appreciate everything that you all do. And please stick around and uh, keep showing your support. We thank you all. Absolutely, man. Yeah, well I, said, I couldn't brother. agree more. I couldn't agree more, and I'm glad to see that people are interested as well. Uh, what I want to promote is a, is a band that originally started here in Carthage, New York, moved on to Cincinnati, Ohio, and is now in Kentucky. That's my buddies at 13, Pagan Holiday 13. New album is coming soon from Gem Records. You can download their song, Long Shadows Fall, on Halloween right now in the iTunes Store, Google Play, almost anywhere you can download music. Buy the single, it's great. And uh, the B-side you can hear on the Big Bushy Power Hour every week until I get tired of playing it. He Who Walks Behind the Rose. Check that out. All right. Dude, I, I can't wait to get into the second half of this album with you guys. Final words. Wow, he Go gave ahead, a Sam. Children of the Corn reference. He Who Walks Behind a Rose. That's the name Woo! of the song, motherfucker. I love that fucking reference. One of my favorite movies. Uh, any last words, man? Mm, nope. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, I'm out. My man. Same old, same old as always, everybody. Stay sick. Take care of one another. Definitely uh, keep helping us. 
we hope y'all are enjoying everything. Skitter pal meow meow, mount man out. Absolutely, super catastrophic expialidocious. I love that fucking. The pew. <laughs> you guys all rule. Keep checking us out. Check out our respective shows. Uh, look into the Rock and Pod Expo if you like podcasts. No, we're not going to be there because we're not a rock and roll fucking podcast. But it's going to be a good time. Support your local music scene, no matter what that is. And yes, yeah, spread the word if you like what we're doing. Go to iTunes. Leave us a five-star review. You know what? I'm done asking for any review. I want a five-star review. Leave comments on the Podbean page. Leave comments on the Plug Facebook page. Spread the word. And you know what? You may be our next guest. Bye, vital motherfuckers. We'll see you next week. Do you love it loud? Then plan to attend the Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. One day event celebrating all things rock and roll. Over 20 rock podcasts from all over North America recording on site. Panel discussions with producers that have worked with Ozzy, Slayer, Kiss, Y&T, Seven Dust, Dokken, and more. Celebrity signings and meet and greets with current and former members of Cinderella, Winger, Tora Tora, Collected Soul, Taiketo, The Monkees, with more to be announced. All that and record dealers slinging some sweet vinyl. The Nashville Rock and Pod Expo takes place Saturday, August 26th at the Music Valley Event Center. More information available at NashvilleRockandPodExpo.com as well as on Facebook. The Nashville Rock and Pod Expo. Feast your ears.
tell you what you should be doing. You should be tuning in to DJ Sato and his night shift. That's right. All genres of metal. All requests honored. Only on ThatMetalStation.com But remember Whatever you do don't 
this shit this is how we say goodbye on the plug see you next week Only for